Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Decomplicating Dressage podcast. So this week me and my clients have been putting a lot of focus into our test riding. Hopefully the 2nd of December will mean the start of competitions again so we're doing lots of test riding sessions to make sure we're ready and kind of raring to go when they start. So I thought let's do a podcast on it. As usual please do share this with whoever you think it might help best way to do this is on Instagram or Facebook and do tag me in it as well as I would love to know what you think. Also if you're listening on Apple Podcasts I would love for you to leave a review too. So test riding is such a valuable part of anyone's training program. Remember you don't have to do a whole session on test riding although they can be so helpful but you can just say to yourself right, I'm going to go and ride a test half pass instead of my normal training half pass, where you might change things up a bit. Today, though, we're going to focus solely on a full session of test riding, because I do think they can be so valuable and really improve a rider's awareness of how their horse is going, how much they've improved, their strengths and their weaknesses. Now, those of you that have listened to my podcast before will know how much of a fan I am of changing things up. A well-trained horse will have the ability to change their body, extend or compress, bend right, bend left, add more angle in the lateral work, add less angle, increase the hind leg, stretch the neck down, bring the neck up, all of it. The list goes on. By doing this, we end up with two things. One, a supple horse that is reactive to our leg, hand and seat aids, which is obviously going to make them so much easier to take round a test. But the second reason why it's so helpful to have all these controls in our toolbox is so that when we are in a test and need to add, let's say, more hind leg engagement, more angle in a half pass, more impulsion, soften the neck down, everything, we've created an aid for this and focused on it in our training. So this means we're going to be really quick to pick up problems when we're in the test. But whilst the ability to change all these things is great, we also need to have the ability to not change anything and get the consistency too. Again, a well-trained horse has the ability to change the speed, neck bend, roundness and so on, but also has the ability to stay in the same trot with the same frame, 
same speed whilst performing different exercises. After all, we don't want our horses to lose their rhythm as we go into and out of movements or slow down and speed up randomly through the test. That's just not going to look good. And this is the reason why test riding is so important. And it's something that so many riders, me included, always put to the end of the pile of things that we need to work on in our training. So when you ride from now on, make time for a dedicated test riding session where you don't let yourself add in a circle to get the quality of the paces back or wait till your horse feels perfect to then ride a movement. Because at the end of the day, that's not the reality of what riding a test is like. Sometimes it can be messy. Sometimes things can go wrong. Sometimes birds and pigeons can fly out everywhere. That's life and we need to get really good at being able to react and fix it when things go wrong. So test riding teaches you this. It teaches you to be able to fix problems as quickly as possible. And if you can't fix a problem quickly, then it brings up a key thing that you need to go back to and focus on in your training. It's also great for people who find that their horses change at a competition or once they're in an arena. So if you're one of these people, I would 100% recommend doing test riding sessions too. So what does a test riding session actually involve? Obviously, it involves running through a test. But it's easy to do this, think, oh yeah, that felt great or that felt rubbish and then forget about it. We want to make our test riding sessions as effective as possible and as beneficial for our training as possible. So whether you have a test coming up or not, I want you to go and find a test that works for your level or you can push the boat out and try going up a level. Realistically, we're probably going to run through this a minimum of twice. Now, when we run through the test, we're going to focus on a few key points. The first two are things we're going to look at before we actually run through the test. And these are making the most of the outside of the arena and preparation. Now, the second two are things we're going to focus on as we run through the test. And these are accuracy and our pinch points. And I will explain what they are as we go along. So let's be logical and start at number one first. The outside of the arena is your last chance to get everything together before you go down that centre line. So don't be one of those people that wastes it just trotting round and round and round. Think about what exercises work best to get your horse feeling their best. What exercises have you done at home or with your trainer or in the warm-up where you've thought, wow, this worked so well and this really helped me to feel that my horse is going really well? This is the exercise you do around the outside. If they're lazy, ride some quick transitions to keep their focus on you and keep them alert. If they tend to become fixed and a bit unsupple, ride lots of circles and shapes. Don't think that just because you have to go around the outside, you can't still do loops and flex their neck even when you're going down the long side. If you find they can be spooky, keep their attention on you by doing lots of different things so they have to focus. Remember, these last few moments trotting round can completely change your horse and how they go and how you enter down that centre line. So make the most of it. Another thing to practice before you run through your test is preparation. The short sides and corners are there for a reason. So use them. If your horse is lazy, use the corners to bring your horse back, add in a bit of energy, then carry on. Riding mini transitions like this in your corners can make a massive difference to your horse staying with you throughout the whole test. 
especially if you find your horse switches off during a test or starts to look at other things. Adding in these little transitions in the corners will keep their attention on you. If you find your horse gets fixed, you can use the corners as well to add a bit more inside bend and get your horse really bending around your inside leg, pushing them right into that corner. If you don't practice this though at home in your test riding, you won't be able to suddenly put it in at a competition. It takes practice. So every movement you do should have a level of preparation. And this is the next thing we're going to move on to. These corners and short sides are always free. So use them to actually be able to prepare your horse to the best of your ability to get the best quality of movement. Now, it takes your horse a certain amount of time to do a transition. Some horses are quicker than others, but you need to know how long it is going to take you so your horse is taking that first step at the marker, not before and not after. The same thing applies whether you're going into a pirouette, setting up for a line of tempes, riding a walk-chop transition, coming down your centre line. Any sort of movement you have to do in a test requires you to have some sort of preparation. And if you're not preparing every single movement, well, then you're not getting the best quality out of your horse. So number three, then, that we're going to move on to, and this is when we start our test. So you're going to run through the test. Do not stop. Keep going. This is the important part. Now we're going to focus on our accuracy. The centre line is the first impression of you that your judge sees. Alongside this, the judge will add on or take off marks depending on how accurate you are. If your transition is late, you might lose one or two marks. If you don't ride something to the marker, again, you can say bye-bye to one or two marks. Little by little, those few marks here and there add up. So what I want you to do is, as you ride through your test, pay attention to how accurate you are. Are your transitions where they should be? Are you actually going to the marker you should be? Are you finishing your medium trot, half pass or whatever movement you're doing at the marker? Or is it just kind of fading out and merging back onto your normal trot? Make a note of what areas you need to improve on with your accuracy. This is your moment to be the most critical because the areas you realise are weaknesses now can be improved on. If you realise these weaknesses in a competition, there's not that much you can do about it. Now, I want to be really clear. When I say critical, what I don't mean is saying that was rubbish, that was useless, that was really bad. These comments aren't helpful and they're not going to help you to improve. Instead, really focus on what it was that didn't feel good. It might be that you say, he dropped behind my leg there. I felt him come right back here. I didn't finish my half pass at this marker. I didn't do my transition at this marker. I overshot the centre line. You can see how these are much more specific and you can actually make a difference to these next time. Finally, number four, which is kind of linked into this, is your pinch points. Now, these are basically the moments you notice you lose the quality of your horse's way of going. It might be that your horse drops right behind your leg in a downward transition or sucks in their neck. Or it might be that your horse lifts his head or loses his rhythm when you do a transition or go into a lateral movement. Again, like with the accuracy, it's really important to be as self-critical as possible in these moments. If you can work out what your pinch point problem areas are now, 
you can spend some time working on them. Again, remember to be really helpful with your comments. Saying it was rubbish isn't going to help you. Saying that needed more impulsion, that needed more softness, he lifted his head in that transition is far more helpful. So let's break it down into some things we're going to take away. Before you even think of a test, you need to find out what works best for you around the outside of the arena. Remember to make the most of those last few minutes. Then you're going to move to thinking about how much preparation you need for each movement. Don't be afraid to change the amount of preparation you allow yourself after you've run through your test if you feel like sometimes it didn't work out. Now we're going to run through a test, whichever one you like. But as you run through, really assess what areas you feel are lacking, whether that is accuracy or your pinch points. Most probably it's going to be both. Remember to be helpful in your comments. No more, that was rubbish. Instead, change it. Why did it not feel great? You can have someone video and then every time you think about one of these things, shout it out. Then you can look back and you can remember then what you need to focus on. Once you've finished, and this is the really important part to actually affect your training from now on and really see a benefit from these sessions, is I want you to reflect on your test. Again, we're not going to just say the whole test was rubbish. We want specific things to improve on. If you feel like some of these just require you to have a bit more practice or tweak a couple of things, then run through the test again and pay particular attention to these moments. You might find, though, that you need to change how much preparation you gave yourself for a movement or that your circles need to be more accurate or these kind of little things that you can go back and focus on. Other things, though, might be more long term. You might think that your horse needs to be more supple around your inside leg or needs to have more activity in the collected work. These are the things you can then take into your training, the next sessions, and these can be the goals that you're going to work on in the future. Practice putting in these test riding sessions every now and then and you'll be able to see how much improvement you've made since the last one. But as well as that, you'll be able to look at areas that still need a bit of focus and what things you need to focus on in your training sessions normally. So I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. I really enjoyed it. I think it's actually something that we just don't think about. Like it's so easy to just get really involved in your training and actually not think about riding a test until you actually get to the show whereas these test riding sessions are so important and they can make such a difference so I really hope that you enjoyed it if you did please do share on Instagram or Facebook make sure you tag me in it and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts I will love for you to leave a review thank you so much guys and I will see you next time Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.